Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver. And if you're listening, then you know that this show is all about horror movies and fantasy, sci-fi, gems in the rough, all that good stuff. And the last two episodes, I've been focusing on year-in-review, and uh, I'm going to wrap that up today. Although I only got through like the first three months or so, I'm just going to, at this point, uh, really breeze by the rest of the movies so I can... I can uh, move on to other stuff. There's some other shows that I want to get prepared for, and so I just want to wrap this up. So I am going to continue on with my list of best of or honorable mention movies from the past year. Uh, so uh, January, February, March. So I'm going to just start with April because I, I think I finished up with March on last episode. So I'm going to really just kind of fly through these because uh, at this point it's going to take me probably another week to get through this if I if I spend that much time on it. So um, I'm just going to mention movies that that I think that uh, you should give a watch to. Some of these movies I'm going to uh, expound on in future episodes. Uh, and others, um, I'm just, it's going to be just a casual mention in passing that, hey, you should watch this movie at the end. Uh, okay, so... Um, I've got Lighthouse, and I might even, I'm going to probably give just a brief summary of the movie, too, and then move on. I watched Lighthouse for, I think, the, like the third time. It's a standard-issue slasher movie from England uh, where a killer is stalking a stranded boat on an island um, inappropriately a lighthouse. Uh, good production values and some nice gore elevate it slightly, but too much wandering around the island doing nothing kind of, uh, kind of sets the movie back at least a star. So... Um, Okay, Monster Man. I watched that one for the umpteenth time again. And that's from the director of Shoot 'em Up. And I'm not going to even bother going to IMDb for a lot of this stuff. Like I said, I'm just going to mention movies and keep going. This is a kind of a love it or hate it type of thing. I've gone back and forth on this movie. Uh, it's got a great twist ending, and there's some great gore in it as well towards the last act. But the acting in it is just atrocious. And it's about these two bumbling idiots in a car, and they're being chased down by this this satanic monster creature thing in this humongous monster truck. And the monster truck itself is easily the best part of the movie. Everything else is pretty much junk. Um, so anyway, uh, then in return to Newcom high, I already talked about Newcom high. Uh, so I'm not going to keep going on that puppet master four. Uh, I, I wanted to watch puppet masters four and five after the first three, the first three are quite entertaining. I wanted to see what parts four and five were like and uh, part three, or I'm sorry, part four. I gave three stars. Uh, can't believe I'm giving it that high of a rating for this full moon cheapy. Uh, but it's a cool little fantasy horror flick. It's uh, the stop motion and practical effects work are quite good, and the movie barely clocks in at 80 minutes, so it's not boring. Um, but five is basically a continuation of the decent part four that has 30 minutes worth of movie drawn out to kind of a, a boring 80 minute long movie. So it's almost like they went and took parts uh, four and five and split them into two movies when there was absolutely no need to do so. So anyway, that's the Puppet Master movies. And I watched The Exorcist again. Um, I don't need to t- touch on that. Uh, Toxic Avenger 4, Citizen Talks, you don't need to talk about that. House of the Devil. Four and a half out of five stars on that one. If you haven't seen that, come on. Get on it. <clears throat> uh, Stage Fright. This is not the 1980s Michael Soybe 
uh, Italian slasher movie. This is a recent uh, horror musical that I gave three stars to. Uh, it actually works. Some of the songs are uh, really funny, and there's uh, a cool ending to it, too. So it's basically Friday the 13th, the musical. It's set at a, at a camp. Uh, it, it's enjoyable. It's not bad. Manborg, I gave three and a half stars to. This is the Astron 6 uh, Canada movie group that is that made uh, Father's Day and the recent The Editor. And uh, then I watched uh, Father's Day right after Manborg. Father's Day I gave four stars to. And I'm going to spend an, uh, an episode talking about Manborg, Father's Day, and some other Astron 6 stuff. So more more on that later. Um, let's see here. And then I watched another movie. that uh, This is all, a lot of trauma came after I saw Return of Newcomb High at the theater. And so I watched several other trauma movies. And one was called The Taint. And this is one that they purchased and distributed. And... Um, Man, this thing is crazy, and but it's seventy minutes of insane. I don't know David Lynch on a super low budget. I guess kind of the uh, the last twenty minutes or so it jumps the shark and turns um, everything that was built up before that that was so good. It's kind of squandered in the last twenty minutes or so of the movie, which is unfortunate because it is a good movie. I gave it three and a half out of stars. Actually, it just that ending was just so dumb. So anyway, okay, moving on. Redneck Zombies, another trauma movie. I talked about Redneck Zombies before on a previous trauma episode. Um, Alien Abduction. That's a. It's it was a decent enough found footage movie. Uh, doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it's good for a few scares. Families on vacation and are videoing their activities when aliens show up and start the abductions. Um, this would have been great at about 30 minutes long and with better actors. Uh, the parents in the movie are just terrible. But yeah, it, it's a it's a short, a good short story drawn out to feature length, and it doesn't work. Um, the Nurse in 3D, that's a decent enough slasher movie with some cool 3D gory kills, but it's, it's basically about a killer, crazy n- uh, nurse that is killing off cheating husbands. And it's cheesy, but it's got a short run time, and it's over fairly quickly. Plus, it's, it's gory, and it has tons of nudity to the point where you're like, okay, I get it, okay. Um, but there you go. Uh, the Dark House, that is a Victor Salva movie, and Victor Salva is the director of Jeepers Creepers. And I was hoping for something good, and what I got was a good story. There's a good story in there, but complete direct-to-video hokum. I I could barely get through it. I watched it once, and I traded the, the Blu-ray in immediately. It's no thanks. Um, pieces. I've already talked about Pieces. I'm not going to get into Pieces again, but I love that movie. I can't wait to watch that one again. Uh, Dario Argento's Sleepless, another one that I talked about. To, about uh, in a previous episode, uh, I think that that is a, a very good movie, or not very good, but it's a good good movie. So watch it. And then I also watched a movie called The Rift, uh, and that movie is from uh, uh, the same director of Slugs and Pieces. Uh, uh, well, let's see here. And I I got to tell you, you you should see it. It's great. Um, it's basically it's a Z grade version of Leviathan and Deep Star 6, when Deep Star 6 is already fairly low budget, but this thing is just pathetic, and it's it's a blast, so check it out. Combat Shop, Shock, uh, that's a trauma-released movie, and I want to hit on that one at a 
later date because that one there, I gave that four stars. I've watched that movie numerous times. I'll talk about more about that later. Watch Devil's Do, another found footage movie. Sweet ending. Uh, been there, done that, but it, it, it was actually quite enjoyable. More enjoyable than I thought it would be. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to watching that one again. I really dug the uh, where they went with the movie, and it, it had some really good, creepy parts to it. So, uh, And I also watched an Australian movie called Night of Fear, and it's only 50 minutes long. Almost zero di- Actually, no, there is no dialogue in the movie. And it's got to be the reason uh, that Toby, Toby Hooper got his inspiration from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because it is it feels like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Only 50 minutes long, it is bizarre, and it's good. So, anyway... Um, okay, and then there's some other stuff that doesn't really fit into soft underbelly stuff, like uh, Red Lights, uh, Silent Running, Wolf Creek 2 does. Uh, I only watched it once, and that was on a plane ride to Columbia on my uh, on my iPhone. It, it is good, though. Uh, not as good as the original, but it, it's, uh, it, it was definitely worth a watch. I'll get more into the Wolf Creek movies at a later date. And uh, then I finished out that month with American Horror Story Coven, which I gave four stars out of five. Another series that I'm going to hit on, uh, actually right now I'm watching Freak Show in my spare time, the fourth season. So I want to get into, like, talk about all of the American Horror Story uh, seasons at some point, but that's more to come. But I really enjoyed Coven up until the botched ending, but otherwise I thought that was a great season. Uh, Then we go, uh, okay, then next the month after that, which is March, Enemy, uh, that doesn't really fit into soft underbelly stuff there, Odd Thomas, which is, eh, it's a silly little Netflix original, or not Netflix, Netflix original, but just, it's a throwaway Netflix movie, um, Blue Ruin, uh, Blue Ruin is uh, one that would probably fit onto this show just because of the brutality on hand in the movie, gave it four stars out of five, a very good movie. Uh, the Sentinel is one of my favorite 70s movies. It was inspired, obviously, by Exorcist and Omen. And uh, I think it's very, very underrated. And it's, while not as blasphemous as The Exorcist, uh, it's more of a supernatural mystery with a killer ending. It's it's fantastic. I love it. I really wish that that would be available on Blu-ray as I just have the DVD of it. And it's it's... Everything about the 70s that you like, it's in there. So, good movie. I uh, watched something called Tower of Evil, gothic British 70s horror movie that was dull, boring, nothing happens. I dozed off. Uh, got one and a half out of five stars from me. And so, nope. Uh, Proxy, I gave, surprisingly gave that three and a half. And um, it's uh, literally nothing enjoyable about the movie, which is about parents of young children that uh, get off on the attention that. Uh, that if they ki- if the kids get killed, they, they get off on the attention that that gives them. Um, that's all I'm going to say about the subject matter. It is grim. It's really uncomfortable and hard to watch. And it's a one and done. Uh, so that's that. Uh, then in, uh, there's a bunch of stuff on this month that fits into Soft Underbelly. Uh, 70s movie called Dogs about, you guessed it, killer dogs. It was average. I watched it once, sold the Blu-ray. Um, it's basically, it's a Jaws ripoff with dogs. Uh, the Visitor, three and a half out of five. Yeah, it's it's an Italian 70s sci-fi movie that you, you got to see it to believe it. Basically, it's The Exorcist, The Omen, and Close Encounters of the Third Kind, all wrapped up into one amazingly bad Mystery Science Theater 3000 worthy movie. 
Uh, it's totally a so bad it's good type of thing, and a, it's a total trip experience. Let me tell you, it's so bizarre. Um, and you'd be amazed at all the the big the big names in this movie. It was a fairly big budget movie, and it's a mess. It's a glorious, beautiful mess. So uh, then after that, I watched The Entity about a woman being haunted by this spirit that likes to rape her. So there's that, supposedly based on a true story. Um, there you go. It's interesting. Frightmare, utter, complete rubbish from Australia. Uh, I couldn't even get through the whole thing. It was terrible. Moving on. Um, Thirst is a decent Australian vampire movie from the 70s. Uh, it's different enough to warrant the viewing as long as expectations are set fairly low. And a couple of memorable scenes in it. Um, Blood Shower completely steals the show, but otherwise it's nothing special, but worth watching once. Uh, Miss 45 is an Abel Ferreira movie, and I'm going to get into his filmography at a later date because I love Bad Lieutenant, and I really, really, really enjoy Miss 45 as well as King of New York. So I want to get into some of those movies at a later date, but uh, this is a rough, brutal movie. I'll get into that more later. Uh, and then I touched, I got the sacrament watched and that was four and a half out of five star devastating movie. Uh, such a rough, rough movie. Um, one of my favorite, uh, one of my very favorite movies of the year, actually. Um, Patrick, uh, another Australian garbage movie, uh, avoided all costs, paranormal activity, the marked ones, uh, enough already. Eh, come on, really? It's, it wasn't scary, and it was. It, it there was some pretty big effects in it, and that made it watchable. But otherwise, avoid uh, some spaghetti western stuff. I watched a movie called The Bullet, a Bullet for the General, which was really good. A little bit too long, but um, if you like that type of thing, you know, dirty Italian guys playing cowboys and shooting everything that walks, uh, and it was good. It was entertaining. So. That one, that one there, if I remember correctly, was very anti-American for some reason. I, I got that feeling. So, uh, a couple of great horror movies now. From a Whisper to a Scream, the last movie that Vincent Price starred in, and it was an anthology movie, and it was great. I liked almost every single story. Holds up extremely well, and they're going to be releasing that. Scream Factor is releasing that on Blu-ray here just shortly. So, looking forward to getting that. It's also known as The Offspring on VHS. And even DVD might be known as The Offspring, but uh, the original title was uh, From a Whisper to a Scream. Great movie. Ravenous is a complete underbelly gem in the rough. I I can't believe that I was one of the lucky few that watched it the week that it played in theaters because it bombed so bad. With my co-host, nonetheless, of course. Great movie. Uh, cannot recommend that one enough. Not just for the acting, but the story and the music and the uncomfortableness of it and the comedy in it. Everything works perfectly. Great movie. Again, some of these I'll be getting into in much more detail at a later date. Sleepaway Camp Part 2, Unhappy Campers, which is your standard issue 80s slasher movie. It's 75 minutes long, and it's more silly, goofy, gory comedy than the first nasty thing. Uh, I like it. I think it's a good movie. Uh, Trigger Man is another Ty West movie. I uh, shot it over a long weekend with one camera and 30000 bucks. Three guys go hunting in the woods and start getting picked off by an unseen gunman. And I've got to tell you, uh, it's, it's actually quite good, although it would have made a fantastic short film, like a 30, 35, maybe even 40-minute movie, but it's drawn out quite long. But it's still worth watching uh, to see what can be done on a very shoestring low budget. 
Um, okay, The Beyond from Lucio Fulci. I've already talked about The Beyond on a previous show, so five out of five from me. Um, uh, let's see here. Hot Tension, also known as High Tension. Uh, fantastic movie. Four and a half out of five stars. I love it, love it, love it. It's the best of the slasher genre crossed with um, uh, twist endings, I guess you could say. I'll just leave it at that. I love that movie. Dead Shadows was a French movie, uh, alien invasion type thing. I appreciate the fact that what they did with a very low budget movie f- for a low budget, it's 75 minutes long, uh, it's, uh, there was simply no time to develop the characters at all, and so you don't really know the people that are getting offed. But there is some some nifty effects in it, and the pacing never lets up, I guess, so there's that. Um, and then The Ugly, an Australian psychological thriller, more in the vein of Sounds of the Lambs than a horror movie, but it is definitely worth watching. Uh, it's a bit dated at this point, but uh, I, I appreciate what the director was going for with uh, with this movie and trying to not just be a horror movie, but, but be something a little bit more uh, psychological thriller type. So, um, Okay, then we go to Beneath, a uh, big killer fish in Lake Killing College Kids movie, and it wasn't that bad. I appreciate the fact that the fish itself was totally animatronic and not CGI, and you truly did not know who was going to die at any given time in the movie. Uh, it was just... Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I liked that, although you hate the kids. You hate them and want them to die to the point where it's it's almost annoying how annoying they are. Uh, but it was worth a watch, definitely. Legend of Hell House is an old 70s gothic horror movie about a haunted house. Really liked that movie. It's, uh, it's not as good as a Hammer movie, uh, but it, it's trying to emulate that Hammer movie feel. But it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I certainly did. Uh, You're Next. I watched that one for the umpteenth time on Blu-ray. I love that movie. If you haven't watched it and you listen to this show, shame on you. You should watch Your Next. I came around on that movie after watching it in the theater thinking, yeah, it was pretty good. It was decent enough. And then I picked it up for relatively cheap on Blu-ray, and I've watched the thing probably three times now on Blu-ray. I think it's great. I think it's sly and witty and violent and... Uh, you love this is one of those where you love to hate the characters. It's not one of those where you hate to hate the characters. You You enjoy hating them, and I dug the movie immensely. Uh, then I watched From Beyond, uh, and Stuart Gordon, uh, unofficial sequel to Reanimator, uh, another one that if you haven't watched and you listen to this show, shame on you, it's a great movie. Uh, let's see here. I, then I watched the original, you know, I watched the original Fright Night, being I love the remake so much, and this is one where I definitely think that the remake is uh, superior than, than the original. And that I know a lot of people would not agree with, but I, that's just me. Uh, I think that the original is a bit too dated for my liking, but it is still good. It has a cool ending. I like the one vampire completely melting in front of your eyes. That's really good. Uh, but uh, it's worth watching for sure, but it's not my favorite 80s horror movie by a long shot. Storage 24 is an alien in a warehouse movie. It's it's good, um, good gore. I've watched it probably three times. Some good, uh, some good suspense, uh, good acting, good you know everything about it. It works good. It's not fantastic, but it's it's an enjoyable movie. Um, uh, the Quiet Ones was barely gets by with one star. That was terrible. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, not even going to cover that. That was garbage. Uh, Oculus was okay, decent enough horror movie about a haunted mirror. It gets way too ambitious for its own good. Um, it's there's a good movie in there, but it it simply 
it, they're trying too much, uh, and it just it it almost collapses under its own weight. Uh, the Monkey's Paw is a sci-fi garbage movie. I made it through 35 minutes of it, and I couldn't get through any more. It was it was terrible. Uh, Fright Night 3D, like I just said, I love that movie. Love, love, love that movie. It holds up so much. It's 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 fantastic. Watch the movie. Um, movie 43 is one of those comedies that fits perfectly into my show, and I actually have that on the stack to rewatch. That movie is insane, and I love it. I can't wait to rewatch that. Uh, Bag of Bones is the opposite of that. It's a Stephen King adaption directed by Mick Garris, which is strike. I mean, strikes one, two, and three right there. But it was. It, this wasn't as bad as something like Desperation, but it was a, it was grueling to get through. But I, I try not to laugh at the overacting in this thing. It makes what I'm sure is a really good Stephen King book. I haven't read this one yet. It makes it, uh, meh. So anyway, there's that. Bad Milo uh, about a guy that uh, craps out a turd that comes to life. I guess it sounds way better than it is. Trust me. It's yeah. It's okay. Um, Although it fits on the show, eh, something about it was meh. Uh, Salem's Lot, the original, and the remake. I covered those on this show already. Moving on. Evil Speak, which is basically do you take uh, Carrie and you put Clint Howard in it and you drop the budget immensely and you have 90 minutes of gory, cheesy fun. I thought it was good. My co-host over on Movie Freaks did not agree with me on this one as much, but I quite enjoy uh, Evil Speak. Um, oh boy, i got to move fast here. I'm running out of time. Frontiers, French movie from... Uh, Xavier Gans, I love this movie. It's this is it, to me. This is the French Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's a great movie. Stephen King's It, uh, two and a half out of out of five. Uh, you don't make a PG rated TV movie out of a hard, hard, barely past R rated Stephen King book. Stephen King's second best book ever. The only real positive thing I can say about the movie is that Tim Curry as Pennywise the Clown is uh, genius casting. He was great in it. Um, but for TV uh, adaptions of King books, Salem's Lot, the original Toby Hooper movie, that's the way to go. Um, another viewing of the classic Mummy from Hammer Studios, four out of five stars, one of the great classic horror movies. If you haven't seen that one, watch it. Uh, Cat People, uh, which was uh, starring Natasha Kinski and Malcolm McDowell. And that, that it's good. It doesn't hold up like I remember that it did, but it was certainly worth watching. Um, the Wraith, my co-host Eric Marner recommended I watch that, and that is a gem. Trust me, it is bad, but it's fun. Uh, so good, a good enjoyable watch there. Night of the Creeps is total and complete soft underbelly awesomeness. Get on that immediately, folks. That movie is great. It's funny. It's cool. It's got a good sci-fi story. I love the movie. And that is one of those unseen gems that has, I think, kind of come around and found new life on home video. Uh, Willow Creek was Blair Witch Project meets Bigfoot. Uh, And the most impressive part of the movie was... Uh, the last few scenes, basically, it, uh, it's like one long 15-minute take, and that was pretty good. Uh, but otherwise, meh, it was worth watching once. Sleepaway Camp, the original on Blu-ray, watch that movie. That's one of the best slasher movies ever made. Trust me on that one. Scarecrows is another 80s movie, uh, supernatural movie, uh, bank robbers being chased by possessed scarecrows. It sounds... It, it, it sounds 
cheesy, but trust me, that's a well-made low-budget movie. Uh, it's played straight, not played for laughs, and the tone of that movie works brilliantly, trust me. Very, very good movie. That's actually coming out on Blu-ray here soon by Scream Factory. Uh, another viewing of Evil Dead. It's the uh, the new version, the remake. I love that movie. It holds up so well. Vigilante, uh, a cool Death Wish type grindhouse movie. Uh, the the plot lines aren't quite wrapped up properly, but that's not the point of the movie. It's just cool seventies revenge thriller. I liked it. Uh, rewatch Prince of Darkness, John Carpenter. That's one of the very, very, very best movies he's ever made. Uh, trust me on that one. And uh, uh, I'm going to get into John Carpenter filmography here in uh, 2015. So more on that stuff later. I rewatched a cool movie called Eve of Destruction, and it's uh, it was from the early 90s, I believe, about a lady cyborg running around the country, and Gregory Hines is trying to stop her. And it's cheesy, but it's definitely worth a watch for for uh, for action junkies out there. Uh, Dagon, which is a Stuart Gordon movie, and if that movie doesn't make you want to shower afterwards, nothing will, because it is so wet and slimy. Um, it's about this this couple that stumble across this town of fish people, and uh, everything is wet and rainy and gross, and it's just blech, yuck. Uh, good movie. Very good movie. I love that movie. Uh, Stuart Gordon. Cat of Nine Tales, Dario Argento. I've already hit on that. Deadly Blessing from Wes Craven. Uh, you know, this movie here, I actually have kind of come around on a little bit. Um, I gave it two and a half out of out of five stars. The first time I watched it, I hated it. But I, upon rewatching, if you set your expectations very low, uh, it is kind of funny. It's about Amish and uh, this big cult thing, whatever. I don't I don't know. Uh, but it was enjoyable for what it was for you know for fans that don't have their expectations set too high. I guess uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is one of my all time favorite horror movies. And that's another one that I'm really wanting my co-host, Eric Marner, to give a rewatch to. I've seen that movie every year since it came out, uh, and then some. I think it's fantastic. And I think that he, along with other fans of zombie or other fans of quirky, weird horror, should give that one a chance. It's a great movie. Uh, Psycho 2. Uh, which, just so you know, I'm running out of time already, so I'm going to, yeah, we might even do another episode of wrapping things up. But at least I'm breezing through these a little bit quicker now. But Psycho 2, it barely gets by with a two-star rating. I thought that it was horror light. Uh, it's It tries to be a slasher movie, but it still can't get out of the thriller category. And eh, it was okay. Corruption is a decent little oddity from the 60s starring, starring Peter Cushing as a crazed doctor surgeon killing young ladies for their brain matter to fix his wife's scarred face uh, or something like that. It's bizarro and enjoyable, but it's so bad it's... Uh, yeah. Uh, Swamp Thing, that's the 80s Wes Craven movie. It's not boring. It's not good, but it's not boring. Um... Almost Human is in worthless, worthless independent film garbage. I hated that movie. One of the worst of the year. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about that. It's a waste of time. Uh, let's see. Quick, uh, Cue the Winged Serpent about this big Aztec ritual that brings this big serpent thing to life in New York City. And it was enjoyable for what it was. Initiation of Je- Jessica is a TV movie. It was decent enough uh, carry 
uh, rip-off TV movie from the 70s that I thought was decent. Uh, True Detective Season 1 was uh, fantastic. Some of the best TV I've ever watched in my life. And that actually fits very nicely on Soft Underbelly uh, because of the subject matter. Um, let's see here. What? Yeah, and I got to tell you, um, True Detective is... Uh, I- I'm looking forward to where they go with the show in Season 2, but the casting was brilliant in that show. I cannot imagine how it's going to top season one and with just how warped and insane that movie or that show got. But it's basically like a 10-hour-long epic movie. And uh, I I got to say, it's it's a great movie. Great movie. Um, and the last one I'm going to hit on before I close the show down this episode is The Gorgon, and that is a Hammer movie from the 60s. It starts out promising, but it's got a slow midsection, and it kills all the momentum that was building up to it until a very cool ending. And um, it, the cool thing is the storyline is neat. Uh, Medusa's sister is turning men into stone with a, in a small Gothic English town, and of course Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee are out to stop her. Uh, it's worth watching for sure, but uh, it could have been it could have been epic in in a ho- hammer horror sort of way, and instead it, I'm like, oh man, you just you screwed the pooch with that 45 minute midsection that just meanders and you squandered it. So that's unfortunate, but it was still worth watching. I've watched it a couple times actually. So uh, okay, well I got through more than I was hoping that I more than I thought I would once I got started. It's this is hard to to do in uh, these little half-hour stints. Uh, but anyway, that's going to do it for for this episode. I might just give up on this. There's so many movies that I watched throughout the year that um, you might be boring you guys to tears, so I might just nix this and just get going on on the regular scheduled program. But we shall see. Um, or I might bore you for yet another episode with my year in review. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, you can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, movies I should watch, or movies that I should avoid. And make sure that you tune in to Movie Freaks over on YouTube and soon to come on to iTunes, hopefully. And uh, we'll be having another episode taping this coming Sunday, so stay tuned for it on YouTube and Facebook soon. And then our friends over at Movie Freaks, or Movie Freaks, over on uh, Cinema Sidekicks, uh, doing their thing on iTunes, always a great listen, and uh, hearing what they have to say about new release stuff and all that good stuff. So that's going to do it for me today. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Hopefully I've turned you on to a movie or two, uh, and hopefully I've steered you away from some garbage. So I'm Eugene Weaver. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. 